millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Simon here at WrestleCon with the one and only Scotty Too Hotty. How are you doing, my friend? Well, I'm just lukewarm these days, but you can call me Scotty Too Hotty. Okay. Yeah, I prefer Luke- lukewarm. Okay, Luke. Yeah. How do I do it? Scotty Too Lukewarm? No, just lukewarm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm here. Start again. Hi, Simon Watkout here with Lukewarm. How are you doing, Mr. Warm? No, it's Scotty Too Hotty. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. Should I just leave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just leave you with yeah. the microphone? It's, no, you don't want to do that. See, I had a, I had a partner who, who did all of the talking. Which made me really bad at talking. So, so uh, my promos are horrible. So, was that really a thing that happened? Just like I should be talking about Brian Christopher, right? Did he just steal the mic away constantly? He didn't steal it, but he had spent so much time like coming up in Memphis, right. you know. And his dad was, of course, who his dad was, and he was so good that Brian spent a lot more time cutting promos than I had. Yeah. You know, we got together. We were in our early twenties, you know. So. I already wasn't very good at my promos. Then he was so good, which made it intimidating. So most of the time, he would just take over. But honestly, now I enjoy doing it, and I speak more from the heart. And you know, don't worry so much about a character. You know, that's something I struggled with honestly, and I say that all the time with the Scotty Too Hotty character was trying to be a good guy and be likable. Like, how does that character talk? You know, and then because at the time it was like. Yo, you know, the, that, the, that character would have been like, yo, 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 yo. And I was like, that's the guy I want to punch straight in the Adam's apple, you know? So it was hard to be likable. So I never really figured it out. So look at this lady right here, but I haven't seen forever. But it's, this thing is uh, very overwhelming at times, you know, because I've been in that WWE bubble for the last seven years. So to see some of these people, it's been like, you know, seven, ten to ten years since I've seen some of them. So. It's really fun doing this stuff. You must be loving it, though, obviously, because we don't need to go into it. You've told your story about NXT and coming out the other side. Did you ever in your wildest dreams... I mean, I guess my question is, did you think you were going to be in NXT for life when your wrestling stuff was done? No, I don't think anybody who ever goes to uh, any company, not just WWE, but any company in 2022 uh, can go, I'm going to be there for life. You know, whether it's AT&T or or Tesco. uh, (laughs) He's just in the UK. He knows. Or Target here in the US. But uh, but no, I never took that for granted, and, and you know it, it's it's a business, it's a machine, and uh, you know when one cog breaks, they take that cog out and they replace it. So I never, no, and uh, I said like I'm very thankful for my time there. If it wasn't for my time there, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be. We talked about you know before we started being at TNT in the UK and and be able to do 12 days in a row just in the UK. Like so, I'm thankful for my time there. But uh, it was time to go, and dude, I'm having a blast being out here. So much fun. I keep saying, 
you know, it's not the most profitable time of my career. It's not the, the busiest time of my career, but it's the most special time of my career. Because in the six years since I left the independent scene, uh, people have gotten older. So I'm meeting 35-year-old men with kids of their own who, when Too Cool and Rikishi was a thing in 2000, were little boys. So it's a very, very cool, very cool dynamic, and it's very, uh, very emotional at times, to be honest with you. I was going to say, it must be quite life-affirming, because if you can do anything in uh, 99, 2000, 2001, fast forward 20 years, and you have this, you know, wrestling comeback tour, whatever you want to call it, and you can go to the UK, and people respond to you. We've sit before we interview, people responding to you. I mean, how do you even process that? It's, it's, it's overwhelming. Like, I've literally, I keep saying this, like, I don't know if it's my age, if I'm just getting older, or... What I, I've literally broke down and cried multiple times, like even on that UK tour, like telling stories about my my NXT talent or talking, you know, just seeing passion, you know, being in uh, Dublin with Session Moth Martina and seeing, you know, just standing in the corner and watching her do her thing. And there's so much passion behind it, you know, and that's what I was missing at the end of my time with NXT was just feeling what I fell in love with, yeah. you know, so to be able to do that again be back out here, see that, be a part of that, um, and then meet these these grown men who are little boys when I was at the peak of my career is just so overwhelmingly awesome. So I say, this is the, definitely the most special part of my career. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash post. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling.
Do you think you've, I can't think of a better term, but do you think you've also become a, when you go to these promotions, you become like a father figure or a coach because they know the experience you have, but you've also proven at the very top you can impart wisdom and skills and everything like that. Yeah, well, that's what I tell them. I start my seminars by asking, who's the youngest person here? Yeah. Usually it's 16, 17, 18 years old. I go, okay, I was 15. I grew up in a state, I grew up in Maine. There wasn't a wrestling school for, for within... 200 miles basically there wasn't another wrestler in the state um, like I said I was 15 I was 150 pounds I had everybody telling me you're too small you're too young you're too whatever and I did it I went all the way to do as high as you can go you know the WWE Wrestlemania whatever you want to call that that peak the Royal Rumble having Madison Square Garden on their feet like had all of these very cool moments that I think when you get in this that's what you strive for. So if I can do it, that kid from Maine, 15-year-old, 150-pound kid from Maine, who was never properly trained, anybody can do this. Yeah. You know, so it's uh, just been so awesome, man. So awesome, and I'm so thankful. And no, no regrets on my decision to leave and come back out here and just having a blast. And look down here, like Mark, I see Matt Cardona now. Like he was a huge in- inspiration for me to to leave. Like I saw him, what he was doing out on the independent scene, having fun with it. You know, I saw the guys over at AEW having fun outside. Like, I was like, okay, there's still fun here, and there's still passion here. So I want to go back. I want to be a part of that, yeah. you know? And you mentioned it there. I mean, the stereotypical line is land of the giants, but you were able to find your way through. So when you look at wrestling now and the landscape, does it kind of blow your brain? Because, dude, I've met wrestlers who are on television. They're smaller than you, man. You're a big guy compared to them. Yeah, it's funny. It changed over time. It's, uh, I remember walking into the WWF locker room for the first time in 1991, and, I, and when I I was a kid i thought oh, i'm about the same size as marty Jannetty and sean michaels <laughs> and the very first person i saw when i walked in the door was marty Jannetty. and uh, then i saw sean later and i was like you know this was like you know sean smaller now but at the time he was probably 225 and you know what six you know six one six two they weren't small guys but you know next to the warlord barbarian you know crush those guys they were small guys and uh but you know thankfully it changed and i and i credit sean sean michaels a lot at Bret Hart too. You know, they they weren't small guys, but they were smaller guys compared to the Hogan era. And then, you know, you had one, two, three kid come along who I don't feel like gets enough credit for opening that those door doors for, for smaller guys like us, you know? So um, yeah, it's def- it's it's definitely I was a smaller guy, then I come back out on the independence and I'm like I'm like a I'm a giant you're sometimes. A you're yeah. just a guy now, man. You lost your gimmick. Now I assume you've wrestled everyone. But one last generic question, because I'm massively intrigued for someone that has your, or history, I suppose. You can pick one person out there right now. Who do you go after? Uh, I don't know if there's one person. I mean, the one person that I never really did anything with that I wish I had was Hogan. Anything with Hogan. I mean, I was in the locker room with him, but I never worked with him. Flair, I never worked with. But I remember we did, like, we traded punches on a bit brawl. I was like, okay, that's good enough for me. Like, you know, worked with Flair. I uh, did that with Flair. Now, though, the cool thing for me is to wrestle the guys that went through NXT that I coached. Because I never in a million years thought I would be wrestling these guys, you know, in Dallas, Texas. You know, I wrestled Rich Swan yesterday morning. We had a blast. It was so fun. We danced. We wrestled. The crowd was having a fun time, you know. And then I saw Killian Dane the night before and Wesley Blake. And I've seen Steve Cutler and, like, all these guys that I, 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 I trained with. No intention to ever wrestle them. I have that opportunity to do that now. And, like, I mean, if you want to take it to another level, if I was able to do anything with a Cole or a Riley Fish, you know, Tommaso or a 
Gargano, all these guys that are out there that I could like literally do something with now. Like, it'd be so cool. Do you ever like when you're in the middle of the match, they start coaching them? No, you did that wrong. You got to start doing this. No, so the thing is, dude, like, I look at this as art. The, the only, I said the only, the only right way to do this is the way, is, is, is when you can make somebody pay money to walk through that door and see you do whatever you do. Other than that, dude, this is pro wrestling. And I always say this, I go like, I love this. I've done it since, since I was a kid. I respect it. I respect those that came before me. But this is pretty, pretty silly stuff. We put baby oil on. We put spandex <laughs> on. Some of us put makeup on. Yep. You know, we do these moves. We shoot them 20 feet across the ring. And, you know, we do the worm. We do suplexes where the bodies just go into rigor mortis and they stay up there. Like, it's pretty silly stuff. So, like, like I, I don't like to over-critique, you know. If anything, I say, slow down save your bodies you know slow down listen to the audience what does the audience want that's yeah. what we're here for not for us to entertain ourselves we want to entertain the, the fans um so stop and listen to them that's a big part of the art of this you know and save your bodies that's i'm a guy with a you know a three screws and a steel plate in my neck and i didn't do a whole lot you know now i see guys diving off balconies and stuff like and i understand i went down the same road you're trying to get noticed yeah. trying to get noticed trying to create a following and sometimes you do what you got to do to make that happen. But I just, I want it. There's life after this, you know. And as I get older, I realize that there is life after this. What am I going to do? And like, how am I going to be? And physically, like, because sometimes you see the old timers and they can barely walk. And you, you know, I remember like Kowalski and those guys used to come around and like, they didn't barely leave their feet <laughs> and they can't walk now. Like, so I am screwed, you know? Yeah, so, you're doing fine, yeah. You're yeah, doing fine. yeah no. right. It's my man Scotty Too Hotty. Sorry, lukewarm. lukewarm. Whatever we're calling yeah, it. Just lukewarm. I don't turn to Scotty Too Hotty like after 5 p.m. at night. Yeah, so right. I'm just lukewarm for the rest of the day. I'm, yeah. I'm amazed in the however many years of wrestling there's never. There's got to have been a lukewarm, surely. I'm gonna go trademark it right yeah, now. It, Hold on. It, it. I'll buy your t-shirt 100. Scotty Too Hotty slash lukewarm. Very nice guy. Like, share, subscribe. Goodbye. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com records.